Attach a Japanese tone.
And welcome to the OK Jazz Podcast here on KOL Radio, episode number 120, Sunday, October 11th, 2020. My name is James Catchpole, Mr. OK Jazz, coming to you as always from North Yokohama here in Japan. I'm a freelance music writer and broadcaster, and this podcast is pretty much whatever's been on my playlists recently. No borders or genres, just a whole lot of good tunes. what was a groovy one to kick off this episode? That was Takeo Yamashita with A Touch of Japanese Tone. And that comes from the compilation Wamono A to Z, Volume 1, Japanese Funk and Rare Groove, 1968 to 1980. And that's on the 180G label out of France. Wamono is a kind of broad term. It covers Japanese vintage records from a lot of different genres. And this compilation is going deep into the groovy tunes that were released in Japan over that 12-year span. It's 1968 to 80. It features musicians like Toshiko Yonekawa and Akira Ishikawa. And I highly recommend picking this compilation up if you want to hear how funky things got in Japan. Love how that shakuhachi fits on that particular tune. That's a touch of Japanese tone, indeed. So, what's happening? Um, it's been a while, six weeks since I've been with you. My usual apologies uh, for the longer-than-expected break. Not sure I've got any particular reason this time. Um, just been a little bit lazy, watching a lot of basketball on TV when I probably should have been putting together a podcast. I've been doing a bit of writing, though. Um, I've got two pieces coming up soon in Songline's World Music Magazine. Be sure to have a look out for those. And, of course, uh, I've been putting out the weekly episodes of the Tokyo Jazz Joints podcast with my buddy photographer Philip Barneal. Make sure you check out that series as we tell you all about our adventures uh, visiting jazz cafes all around Japan over the last five years. That's Tokyo Jazz Joints. And, of course, I'm still organizing, uh, getting mixes and shows right here on KOL Radio. We've got 25 guest selector mixes up so far, including last week's by Nicola Ribale from the Sukiyaki Meets the World Festival. So be sure to head over to KOL Radio at Mixcloud.com and listen to some of those great tunes we've got up there. Well, uh, things in Japan are kind of the same, same at the moment. Uh, we do have a new prime minister, but uh, another person who uh, seems completely lacking in anything close to ideology, strategy, or charisma. But, you know, considering what's going on in other countries that I have connections to, maybe that's not such a bad thing. Other than that, though, not too much going on. Um, coming up a bit later, I'm going to have a couple events to promote, so stay tuned for that. But let's get into the music now on this one. Got a lot of newly released tunes to introduce. Um, we're going to head to Turkey, uh, Colombia, and the UK for some brand new albums. Um, we're going to pay tribute to a reggae legend. And also, I've got some birthday and anniversary jazz giants to talk about. First up, though, one more recently released compilation of Japanese music, but this time going to the 1980s, the so-called bubble years, when Japan was the wealthiest country in the world, and people were spending money and partying like it would never end. Record label Nippon Columbia 
had a sub-label called Better Days, and both of those labels put out a lot of ambient and electro-funk tunes in the 1980s. BBC broadcaster and journalist Nick Luscombe, who is now based here in Japan, and he's been working on a lot of Japanese music projects for the last several years. He put together this compilation featuring tracks from Ryuichi Sakamoto and the Juicy Fruits, and this amazing, very 80s tune from Chika Asamoto called Self Control. You can totally hear this one blasting in some Roppongi disco in 1985. OK Jazz, episode number 120, kicking off with a 1980s Japanese club classic, Ikimasho!
Greatest ever from Jamaica, the amazing Toots Hibbert, singing there with Toots and the Maytals. That was Funky Kingston. Never get tired of that tune. Very sadly, Toots Hibbert passed away last month at the age of 77, an all-time reggae giant. You know, I never got to see him perform live. Really sad about that. Pretty much love everything that he's ever recorded. And Funky Kingston and Reggae Got Soul are two of my all-time best albums. Well, let's come back to the present day now. Um, I've been getting a lot of new music coming in from various labels recently, and one that I've been digging a lot is a group called United Colors of the Mediterranean. They're based in France, and they're led by violinist Guillaume Detmar. Uh, This tune is a real cool one featuring guest Jason Marsalis on marimba and vibraphone, a really cool tune that sort of unites the whole Mediterranean region, as you will hear. It's called Egyptian Dream, A Night in Cairo. 
This is the French group United Colors of the Mediterranean, featuring Jason Marsalis.
Nice, staying close to the Mediterranean there in Istanbul. That's the group Babazula, a new single called Tavus Havasi. Babazula have been around for a while now, since 1996, so almost 25 years. They play a very, very hip, fresh mix of Turkish rock, psychedelic, and kind of other genres popping in as well. Uh, major, major figures in the very lively modern music scene in Turkey. Yeah, that's another big regret I have. You know, I visited the unbelievable city of Istanbul in 2003. And back then, I was not aware of this group um, or really much of the lively scene, uh, contemporary music scene in Turkey at the time. So it's a good lesson to remember. Always remember to do your research before traveling so you don't miss out. All right, let's fly from Turkey now all the way to South America, to Colombia. I got this track the other day. It's a group called the Meridian Brothers, and they are led by Eblis Alvarez. Uh, Eblis Alvarez is a new name to me. I did a little bit of research, and it seems that he's quite well-known, kind of a maverick musician in the Colombian scene for almost 20 years now. And he puts out a kind of very electronic and unique take on cumbia music, which is, of course, one of Colombia's major uh, indigenous musical genres. Well, I played a lot of cumbia here on OK Jazz over the years, but certainly not anything like this album. It's called Cumbia Siglo 21 in Roman numerals. And this song is Los Golpeadores de la Cumbia. It's the Meridian Brothers from Colombia, led by Eblis Alvarez. I think you'll dig this one.
some hip dub sounds right there. That comes from right here in Japan. Some great new dub music from a singer named Erika Crimson. Tune called Dub to Unite. Well, I met Erika at the Moscow Jazz Cafe a couple weeks ago, and she kindly passed me a 45 of this new single. You can read more about her online. Um, follow her at, at Mark Erika Crimson, that's E R I K A C R Y M S O N, uh, or check the website loopdubinfo.wixsite.com. You're listening to the OK Jazz Podcast, episode number 120 here on KOL Radio. I am James Catchpole, Mr. OK Jazz. Some quick listings to get to. Um, You know, music events in the Tokyo metropolitan area are happening again, though sometimes with limited audience numbers. Um, The other night, I was able to get to the Human Trust Cinema in Shibuya. I saw the documentary film Hitsville, The Making of Motown. Really enjoyed it. A lot of great archival footage from Detroit and the Motown studios, plus some really hip interviews with Barry Gordy and Smokey Robinson. Uh, Obviously, Motown made some of the finest American music ever recorded, so if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure that you would enjoy this film. Also, if you listen to my other podcast, Tokyo Jazz Joints, uh, you would have heard on a recent episode about my trip to Beisi, that's the jazz cafe in Iwate Prefecture in the northern part of Japan, widely known as one of the finest jazz spots in the world. Uh, there's now a new documentary film about Beisi and its owner, Sugawara-san. It's currently showing at the Uplink Cinema in Kichijoji. Uh, hoping to get there and see it next week. Really excited about this film. And planning to, you know, see about maybe getting a subtitle version of this down the line so it can be sent overseas. Some small DJ events upcoming as well. Um, again, limited entry. You get your temperature taken at the door. Um, you, of course, you have to wear a mask. And at some places, you even have to give your email address so they can track you if necessary. I guess this is going to be the norm uh, from now on when out and around in public. But uh, we have to make sure we stay safe. So no complaints. Well, I'm going to be back at the Lipo Bar in Shibuya on Friday, October 30th from 7 p.m. A little casual night, spinning some tunes, a bit of everything genre-wise. Stop by for a quick drink if you're in the area. Lipo is on the fourth floor with a lot of windows. It's quite spacious and airy, so you'll feel comfortable. That's on Friday, October 30th. And my partner here on KOL Radio, uh, DJ Otsuka, she has her monthly DJ session at Bar Stereo in Takadonababa on Saturday, October 31st. If you've not been to Bar Stereo before, you definitely should drop by there. It's a real small, intimate joint, fantastic audio system, and there's always really good tunes from DJ Otsuka. Uh, If you are in the Tokyo metropolitan area and have anything you'd like to promote or some new music to share, then do get in touch with me. I'm always happy to share it here on the podcast and via the usual social media channels. Let's get back to the music now. Um, 2020, it's the 100th birthday of someone whose music, well, simply put, just changed the world. It's Charlie Parker. Let's have a listen to this one then from the very famous album, The Quintet, live at Massey Hall in Toronto. Charlie Parker on alto sax, Dizzy Gillespie on trumpet, Bud Powell on piano, Charles Mingus on bass, Max Roach on drums. Now, what a band. Oh my goodness. This was recorded in 1953, just two years before Charlie Parker died at the sadly young age of 35. A bebop classic and one of the great live albums ever. This one is Hot House by The Quintet. And I would like to play Hot House. Hot House. 
how hot is that one? Another anniversary that was recorded 50 years ago in March 1970 at the Fillmore East in New York City. It's Miles Davis on trumpet, Wayne Shorter on saxophone, Chick Corea on Fender Rhodes, Dave Holland on bass, Jack DeJanet on drums, and Erto Morera on percussion. What an unbelievable group. It's amazing to think how the music had progressed in just 17 years from the bebop that we heard from Parker and Gillespie into something well, completely new. You could call it jazz rock or fusion or whatever. It doesn't really matter. It's just funky and incredible. And that was Spanish Key, one of my favorite tunes. Of course, you can hear that on the album Bitches Brew, the studio version. Well, this one comes from the live two-CD set, It's About That Time, Miles Davis live at the Fillmore East. You know, it's kind of funny. Imagine the reaction of some of the hippies who went to this gig, getting high and then being assaulted by this band. I mean, they must have just been overwhelmed. I mean, 50 years old, and this music still sounds fresh today. Let's zoom back to the present day now, over to Chicago, where so much great contemporary music is being recorded. Electroacoustic composer, cornetist, improviser, and visual artist Rob Mazurik has a new group called the Exploding Star Orchestra. Uh, Rob has been creating and collaborating with various musicians for over three decades, and uh, this new project is really fascinating. The lead single has just come out. It's called A Wrinkle in Time Sets Concentric Circles Reeling. That's quite a title. And this features Jeff Parker on guitar and Joel Ross on vibes. I think you're going to dig this one. It's Rob Mazurik's Exploding Star Orchestra from the International Anthem Label.
Tell me 
deep, deep cut there from Marvin Gaye. Song called Is That Enough? And that comes from his double album recorded in 1978 called Hear My Dear, which was certainly one of the strangest but best albums of his whole career. It was recorded under conditions that all proceeds from the record would go to his wife, Anna Gordy, as part of their divorce settlement. So Marvin was just going to go into the studio and make a sort of a quickie album, but he ended up recording a song cycle that covers the whole history of their relationship. It's a really, really insane album. It's touching, sad, funky, and of course Marvin's voice, as always, is just unmatched. No one ever really used multi-track vocals like Marvin Gaye. Well, I recommend that you go online and read about the, the history of this album. Here, my dear, a really fascinating story. All right, you've been listening to the OK Jazz Podcast, episode number 120. As always, you can see the playlist for this and every episode on the program page at tokyojazzsite.com. I also get it up online at Twitter or Instagram at Mark Mr. OK Jazz Tokyo. If you want to get in touch, you can email me, Mr. OK Jazz at Mark tokyojazzsite.com. Don't forget, episodes 60 through 119 are all available to stream on the program page or via iTunes or SoundCloud. And a very, very warm welcome to whoever's listening to the show in Tanzania, Iran, and Romania. Saw some new country names there on the download information. I'm always happy that people are digging the program around the world. And, of course, don't forget to check out some of the great mixes that I mentioned up at KOL Radio at Mixcloud.com. Okay, it's time for me to go to start doing some house chores and get the cooking going for pasta night here at La Casa de Oke Jazz, as usual on a Sunday, before listening to Peter Barakan's Barakan Beat on Inter FM Radio at 6 p.m. Let's go out with one that for me is an easy contender for best album release of 2020. It's The Queen, Umu Sangare from Mali, a record simply titled Acoustic, and this is Kamelemba. みなさんもお聞きいただいてありがとうございます。お相手はジェームスキャッチボールでした。
Can I make a Ulaka jump? 